In this episode, we're taking a look at rising signs. We discuss why this is called the chart ruler and also why we think that the rising sign and understanding your own is really a slept on idea that can completely change your perspective on the world. Let's talk about what intuition really is. Let's look at all the places intuition and ego show up in your life. Let's share honestly. Let's do the research. I'm Jamie Hayhurst. I'm Heather Wood. This This is the Intuitive Intuitive Girl's Guide. Hey, Jay. Hey. What do you say we talk about rising signs today? It's my favorite. Okay. Before we do, we have to address the flaming pink elephant in the room. (laughs) (laughs) We probably should. Okay. So if you are only listening to this... Yes. Good call today. (laughs) Right. Um, If you happen to be watching on YouTube or catch a clip on social media, I realize I'm aware that my hair looks crazy. Maybe we should edit these to be in black and white. (laughs) I feel like it would still, the pink would come through. So I got my hair done. I asked for blonde and highlights with a few like red coppery highlights. That's not what you got. I mean, what I got was this very strange flaming pink head of hair. It's very um, like early 2000s, Christina Aguilera, chunky. But hers was better. Yeah. This is not done well. Whatever. People make mistakes. I'm not mad about it. It's hair. I'm going to get it fixed in a few days. But unfortunately, we're filming two episodes the day after this atrocity has happened to my head. People make mistakes. (laughs) That's nice of you. Mistakes were made. Yeah, it's all right. (laughs) Okay, so I also think it's funny that we're talking about rising signs, Mm. which is how you present yourself to the world. (laughs) And I look like a crazy person. It's just, it's just flamboyant. (laughs) You know, I like, I like the whole journey we've been on with this, where you're trying to tell me it's not so bad. And then you're being like, no, it's it's bad. So if you've ever had a rough hair time, I feel you. Yes. I'm sorry for your eyeballs if you're watching this. Well, it's okay. Maybe put some shades on or something. Like yeah. it's, it's a lot and I'm sorry. Okay. But let's talk about rising signs. Yes, please. So I think rising signs are your favorite. I love a rising sign. I feel like a rising sign, instead of like when you first meet someone and like figuring out their sun sign, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a mistake. Agreed. First meet, tell me your rising sign. Yes. Because that's all that I'm going to really get. For, like, I'll get right. a little ego sun stuff for sure. But, mm-hmm. like, I'm mostly going to see your rising sign presented yeah. to me. I feel like when people, like, will try to, like, guess your astrological signs, a lot of time they accurately guess your rising sign. Yes. People all the time guess my rising sign, which is cancer. They'll yes. say, are you a cancer? Mm. And I'll say, well, my rising sign is. Yes. Yeah. The answer is yes. I am. Right. Yes, exactly. So let's talk about that. Another word for rising sign is the ascendant. Yes. This is the same thing. So if you see that on astrology, you're Googling this and like trying to find yours. If it says ascendant. Right. Same exact thing. Same exact thing. This sign was rising. Your rising sign. It was rising or ascending Mm -hmm. on the eastern horizon. The moment you were born. Right. This is one of the ones where you need the time of birth. You need the time. Yeah. Yes. 
specific time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it reveals the impressions you make, the you that is projected to others. It sets the tone for how you see the world and how you interact with your surroundings. Yes. How you present to others, your personality. This is your personality and how you are seen by other people. See why I think it's so much more important? I agree with you. Like, like why are we all talking about the sun sign? I mean, I know why. Go back and listen to the the sun sign episode. But, like, this this is it. Agreed. Agreed. So you need to know your own rising sign. Mm-hmm. Maybe this one might even be more important than knowing someone else's. I mean, I mean, I, it's important to know all of your astro- astrological signs, and it's super helpful to you. But like this one, like this is what people are going to present to you, anyways. Well, you grow up just hearing or reading about your own sun sign. This could be a right. game changer for you if you finally find out your birth time and you finally run the chart and Mm -hmm. then you see your rising it's probably gonna make some pieces click together for you absolutely and especially if you're like kind of relate to your sun sign but Mm -hmm. not totally i think that you'll relate to your rising sign and i always think when people first start in astrology i feel like they should start with their rising sign i agree I mean, I think we'll talk about this. You had a little bit of like a reckoning with your rising yes, sign. Yes, yes, yes. So some people it might feel a little jarring at mm-hmm. first. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. Right. This actually helps me and makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So knowing other people's cool. Yes. I'd say try to maybe guess it. Right. If you know anything about mm-hmm. the signs. But knowing yours is really going to help you understand how you come across to other people and how you present yourself. And like, if you know that, you can use that to your advantage. I always felt like there was a discrepancy between how people were perceiving me and how I was feeling. And it wasn't until like five years ago when I figured out my rising sign. that I was like, oh, that's why. That's where the discrepancy is. It's because people are seeing this part of me, Mm -hmm. but I'm feeling this other part of me. Exactly. Exactly. I have a a very similar experience where one of the main words in my rising sign is nurturing. And I was like, nobody sees me that way. And you're like, no, literally everybody Everybody sees sees you that way. way. Yeah. So there's definitely going to be parts that you have to reckon with, but I think it really does give you this light bulb moment. Right. really help in connecting with other people Mm -hmm. okay so your rising sign is so important not just because the way you present to the world is super important but because it's the first house Mm -hmm. so we'll do an episode where we break down like the houses and and things like that in your chart because i i feel like that's important on its own i agree but basically your rising sign the placement of that determines the placement of everything else in your chart exactly so it's like, okay, if the my rising sign is right here on the eastern horizon, that's going to determine where everything else falls. Right. So like, you know, the the signs, the zodiac signs start with Aries, right? Mm-hmm. And they go through like in chronological order. Mm-hmm. So wherever you fall, like that starts your con- chronological order. Right. And then every other house falls around it. Around that mm-hmm. one. So it's it's interesting to me that it kind of is one of the, maybe the most, one of the most important signs because mm-hmm. it really determines everything. Right. But it's, I still feel like a lot of people wouldn't be able to tell you their rising sign. No, I, I know very few people that know their rising. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, and then I also think the rising sign is the one that I really feel in somebody. 
Like, yeah. oh, I really, I really connect you to that sign. Yeah. Yeah. Where the other ones, like if I tell people that my sun sign's Taurus, they're like, okay, I can see that. Right. Exactly. But if I'm like, my rising sign's Cancer, they're like, oh, right. and then I'm like, I'm a Libra moon. And they're like, now I actually understand you now that I know you're big right. three. Right. And the pieces go together. Yeah. Yep. So your sun sign, moon sign and rising sign are called your big three. Right. It's like a great snapshot into a person. It is. It's kind of cheating. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a little cheat sheet. Yeah, so just also a reminder: your birth chart is like a three hundred and sixty degree circle. Yes. So when you're when you're picturing the eastern horizon and how everything else falls, again, that's the starting point mm -hmm. that everyone the astrologer is going to use to like look through. Right. Okay. And also, your rising sign is called your chart ruler for the reason that it like decides where everything goes. Exactly. Okay. I thought before we really break down these mm -hmm. that we could read ours okay because then we can sort of say if we kind of connect or not to them yes. so i have two places i want us to look at ours okay. because i want people to hear two different versions but of course we're going to start with the sanctuary app which we are not yet sponsored by but are patiently waiting for I their mean, call we mention them all the time seriously somebody must work there that listens I mean, I've tagged them in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But I don't think that they've, I don't know they've actually listened. Oh, they should. They should think about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? You can this go time? first. Okay. So as I said, my rising sign is cancer. Mm -hmm. So I'll read this to you. Cancer rising possesses a strong desire to nurture those around you. Mm -hmm. So there's that word. Yes. The urge to take care of others can leave the cancer rising without the energy to care for themselves. You can put that on my tombstone someday if you'd like. <laughs> a delicate balance between vulnerability and self-preservation is crucial for Cancer Rising to feel at home in themselves in their space. Interesting. Now, obviously your, your rising sign is in your first house. Right. So my first house is ruled by Cancer, mm -hmm. which is ruled by the moon. Yes. So you're going to have right. what I present to people is going to be very intuitive. Yep. And I just want to bring that up because I just want everyone to think of me as a kid trying to hide my intuitive side and like literally being unable to and not knowing how to present myself. I'm just adding that in. Because you were so intuitive. Exactly. Okay. So cancer in the first house has two prominent dimensions, a crab-like shell and need for safety and security on the one hand and a soft sweetness on the other. You are likely able to play the nurturer, helping others feel at home. As a water sign, your well-being and self-expression is likely strongly colored by your emotional state. Yes. Can confirm. Yes. As a cardinal sign, you are likely able to take initiative in caring for yourself and others. As a sweet individual, others may feel particularly drawn to care for you. Now... I don't, don't like that part. Uh, I don't love that part. I don't know that it's true. I think other people just naturally assume that I don't need any care. They may assume that. They definitely do. They think you've got it. Yeah. But I mean, that's the, we talk about this. That's the crux, it happens to both of us, of being a very capable human. Correct. People just don't think you need to be checked on or assisted or helped. It's true. They're like, oh, you've got this. It's like, I've got it. But I would, I would love backup. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. You right, know? exactly. Yeah. But th I think that's the whole thing when you're like intuitive, empathic, and, and you do these things. Like that's why you need to have people in your life that are that way too. Right. Because they understand that. Yeah. Well, I mean, to the point where I've had to say to you, like, listen, I'm just going to start forcing myself <laughs> in <laughs> to help you. Well, I, in because addition. Because you read like you're so. Yeah. 
Not that you don't want help. Not that no. you're un, not that you're like closed off, but right. that you just look so capable. I think I might be a little closed off. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, Heather, she doesn't she doesn't need any help. And I'm like, nope, no, no, we're, ki- we're kicking the doors in. <laughs> I think that I think that there's a feeling of like being helped isn't safe. Yeah. That even though I've worked to heal, right. still comes across in my energy field. Like I, it's definitely Same. not everybody else. It's, right. it, like I'm the problem. It's me. Like right. I do know that. But like there, <laughs> there is this additional thing that I, I know happens to to a lot of very capable people. Right. That's like, oh, you're fine. Yeah, you got this. Yeah. Like no, I don't. Yeah, or just like a just some recognition. Yeah. Even if you can't come help, even if I do have it. Yeah. Just you being like, hey, that sucks. Yeah. Just making Great someone job. feel seen, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Now, I thought I'd also add that I this can happen in um, astrology. In fact, it happens frequently where your placement of a house is not fully in one house. Yes. So for me, there's a little bit of Leo mm-hmm. in my first house as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read this to you because I think... I mean, you know me pretty well. I think this really explains the rest of me, how yeah. I present to people. Okay. So... So Leo is the primary sign of your second house. But again, like there's whatever, one to 15 degrees of it is in my first house. Mm -hmm. So as a Leo, they bring performance energy to the affairs of your first house. Otherwise, it's energy in the house is more dormant. So basically, all of those things that I just read about nurturing and caring for others, the fact that Leo is kind of like in that house a little bit Mm -hmm. makes me also need to perform those things. Right. Perfect. I really do think that explains a lot. It does. Yeah. It also is sometimes feels in conflict with being like, oh, let me come care for you. But also like there's just kind of a natural spotlight that hits me no matter what I'm doing. And like it almost feels like it. Like there's a resistance between those two. Yeah. Like they shouldn't go together or something. Well, because I think we're taught that if we're going to be helping people, you should be sort of like the unsung hero. Yes. And that's antithetical to Leo. Yeah, there's right. nothing unsung about a Leo. Right, yeah. But Great. that's why I think the houses are so important because you can read about a cancer mm-hmm. and how that would apply to like how you're presenting to the world with your ascendant. Yep. But then knowing how it hit, like what house it's hitting, it's important. Yeah, it really makes the difference. Right. Yeah, I agree. Okay, let's hear about your rising. And before you read this, Jamie is a cancer sun and moon. Correct. But not rising. Correct. And the, so the place you're not a cancer, I am a cancer. Exactly. I find that interesting. Well, that, I mean, it's just like so many emotions and so much intuition. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay, let's hear about uh, you. This says, Scorpio rising is uniquely equipped to face the powers of transformation and change. Scorpio rising knows that life is all about getting to know the wildness within and witness the wildness in others. That's ironic. Why is that ironic? Wait, what? What part it's, of it's ironic? It's just, no, I mean, it tracks. It's, oh, it's oh, accurate, but okay. it's like for like the, the ways I've dealt with my own trauma in my life, I've done the opposite of that. You don't feel like you've like been wild. Like I've you've been, been it's very, very to inner, not be wild. Like be very calm. So it's like very much in conflict, like the way you're Who dealing with it, with like how you present. Right. Actually. That's why I feel that resistance yeah. of like being the good girl, being the people pleaser, because my Scorpio rising is like... No. Yeah. I, I think that that's the part of you that is one of my most favorite parts of you that you're where you'll like cut a bitch mm-hmm. and you'll, you'll make everyone sit down and fucking listen. I 
adore that part of you but sometimes I think you protect it like you yeah. don't want people to see it right yeah it's not safe to act like that it's awesome though. yeah I'm getting there okay um <laughs> with many layers to uncover Scorpio rising tend to bond only with those who can intuit their depth <laughs> is this describing your, our friendship yeah. <laughs> that's the thing like yeah I think Scorpios have like the reputation of being sort of like sulky and moody and mysterious mm. when really it's not it's no. like it's like a depth it's like a it, i always think of like the sea which makes sense because it's a water sign right but like these like dark waters yes that you are trying to like explore scorpios in my experience are just not surface people no they want to go deeper they they play on like a different level right and like they don't they're not really interested or like there's only so much energy they have to be at that like surfacey place. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so then this says like in regard to the first house, it says with Scorpio in the first house, you likely feel yourself to be an intense and passionate person. At times you might feel like you are too sensitive, powerful, or mysterious for other people, but you Ooh. probably feel most like yourself in the raw depths of life. Ooh. As a fixed sign, you likely have great focus on your desires. With Scorpio's emphasis on transformation and metamorphosis, you can go through many changes in your life and in your self-understanding. You are engaged. You are called to engage with life and its essence, which may feel like a psychological, esoteric, or shamanic path. Wow, that's that that uh that nails it. I feel like you in the last. I want to say two years, Mm. you're like in your Scorpio rising era. Yes. Because like the amount of stuff that you have done to embrace this and I don't know if saying like work on it is the right term, but like, do you know what I mean? Like that, Mm. it's, it's like phenomenal. I feel like everything that you've been working on ties to something in that. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. And I wouldn't have, like, I don't think, I, I don't know. I think like balancing with my cancer stuff, like tender yeah like thoughtful nurturing caring maternal there that is a huge part of me yes. and there's also this kind of like wild dark like mm-hmm. digging part of me yes and I, I feel like the thing that's interesting about that is that I think society tells us especially tells women mm-hmm. that you're one or the other correct you're either like like deep and mysterious right. and you know like You'll say what you need to say, mm-hmm. you'll like, or you're like caring and nurturing and like self-sacrificing. Yeah, and give everything for everyone else. But so it sounds like those two things would be like so different from each other. But in reality, they're not, they're not right. at all. It's just they're like not. a forced archetype. I feel like right. Yeah. I just could never understand why people saw me as so like sort of intimidating and yep. imposing. Yeah, because there's so much of me that wants to care for people. Yes. But when I found out that I was a Scorpio rising, I was like, oh, that's what they're seeing. Yes. They're seeing this like part of me that's so like all encompassing. It's like overwhelming. Like that yes. I think my energy is very overwhelming to people. I but I, once yeah. you get through it, it's like yeah. warm and nice. You know? <laughs> I don't think that your energy is overwhelming. I think your energy is powerful. Yeah. Well, and if that's overwhelming or intimidating to someone else, that's on them. Yeah. Well, we'll have to send that memo to a lot of people. Well, <laughs> let's do it then. No, but like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I know we talk about this all the time, but I just get so tired of being called intimidating, intimidating. or too I know, much. I or that. like, it's just like, 
Right. This actually has nothing to do with me because I'm like really nice. And so are you. We're both very nice. We just also happen to be smart and deep and other things. Like, calm down. Why are you making you you being intimidated? Or you feeling insecure about something that you're perceiving I'm not? Right. You don't know, but you're guessing. Exactly. That that makes you feel like you don't want to get to know me. Right. But but if you know that about, like, when I knew that about myself, then it wasn't like this, why don't people see me like why don't people understand me then once i realized my rising sign i was like oh that's why they don't and now i don't need them to yes i felt the same way like right why are they only seeing the like really sweet kind part of me? right oh it's my it's my rising and it's not because i'm not showing all my cards it's funny ours are the opposite people yes. are seeing the opposite of me yes it's so it's like it's not like we're not showing our cards to right. people. It's just the energy that comes out upon right. first meeting us is that. It doesn't matter. Right. And it, it sort of just gives you this, like, not a pass, but like a, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just an understanding of it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So I also found, um, these are from cosmopolitan.com. Okay. So some different ones. Now, listen, the reason I'm reading multiple is because mm-hmm. I think you listeners should also read multiple yeah because like we say in all of these like you're going to connect with some mm-hmm. like i read some about cancer rising and i was like no no i right. read some about scorpio rising and i was like no yeah so like look, read different ones mm-hmm. okay cancer rising people are always telling you their life story and airing all kinds of hidden secrets it's a gift really You've just got a therapist way about you that makes you feel safe and knowing. Yep, that's empath, that empath vibe is a cancer rising thing. You can know everything about your friends and they can feel like they know nothing about you, possibly because you're so good at getting them to open up. Yes. That nailed it. Really nailed it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, and I would just take it a step further and say, um, I am a mastermind and so are you at... Mm-hmm turning a conversation away from myself and onto another person. Right. And it isn't just because I don't want to share. It's that I literally just want to know more about you. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So you're ready for Scorpio. Mm-hmm. You project a do not mess with me vibe. See? <laughs> but you're and I think I'm like a cupcake walking around. A cupcake. Like that's how I feel. I tell you all the time that people are always telling me that you're cool. That's that energy that you give give off of just like really cool. True. It's not a cupcake. Unless it's a really cool cupcake. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So you project a do not mess with me vibe, but your Scorpio rising sign is actually like wearing your own psychic cloak of protection. Uh oh. (laughs) Those that get through find you're all warm and cuddly underneath, but they better not mess. There you go. Be careful not to make everyone think you hate them. You can be soft sometimes, you know. <laughs> it's this little, that's like the story. Isn't of my that life. so accurate? Those that are so is good. So, the story of my life. I know. That's why I had to pick that one. Wow. I know. See how like helpful it is to know that. Like, yeah, yes. I'm a Cancer Sun, and that impacts like like my ego and, and my fears and yeah. All, how I see myself, all that yeah. stuff. But that is so impactful to know how people are perceiving you. I mean, I remember a story of you. You had like a shorter haircut at the time. Yeah. And you were like in traffic and someone was just like mean mugging at you for just mm. existing. Like as if you were this like 
terrifying mm-hmm. human and you were just like, I'm just sitting in the car. Yeah. You had like a verbal exchange with the person. Do you remember this? Yes. Yeah. So like it's literally just you existing. Yeah, just exist. If someone right. is feeling like a little insecure and you mm-hmm. look at them, they might melt a little. Trigger. I really love that for you actually. Now that I know that about myself, <laughs> yeah, I love easier. it for myself. Yeah. Before it was like, why do, why are people mad at me like on site? Yes. I'm just driving my car. I'm just yeah. walking to the post office. I think that you and I also just have an energy beyond our rising sign mm. that just irritates people's souls. True. Like it just, it doesn't, like I will just say like, I'll just walk in a room and I have just made someone mad for existing yep. in that room. Yeah. I think we're just big triggers. Yeah. I think that's an intuitive people thing. But um, I think when you add Scorpio rising on top of that, mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's going right. to happen. You're going to, you're going to have True. to soften your face a lot when you exactly. walk in a room. Yeah, yeah. I, I always say, fix your face. Fix your face. Fix your face <laughs> to myself. All right, I want to dive more into this. Okay. I've got some, I, I checked in with our friend, Aliza Kelly, again. Yes. I got some good stuff from her. Yep. And actually found a website that said, like, the physical characteristics that you have based oh, on yeah, your I've rising sign. Oh, yeah, I've heard about sign. this. Yeah, yep. so I thought we'd look at that, too. But let's take a quick break, and we'll okay. come back. We'll be right back after this short break. goes great with podcast listening a great cup of coffee from a great coffee shop yep beans roasted in-house amazing baristas you know where i'm talking about restoration coffee can we go yes i need an americano and maybe a panini too Ooh, i need blueberry maple latte and probably a resto bowl yeah check them out and visit restoration-coffee.com It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey y'all, it's Jamie with a little shameless self-promotion. We've had a lot of people reaching out asking about distal Reiki, so I wanted to let you all know that yes, you can book a session with me. If you'd like some distance Reiki, get in touch with me and we will set it up for you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Let's talk about what we're obsessed with this week. All right, Heather, this week, I think we should talk really quickly about something, and mm-hmm. then if the people like it, Ooh. we talk more about it. I love when we set it up that way. Okay. Because <laughs> the people always tell us they want it. Usually. So let's see if that and happens And we've talked here. about it before, but I think we should talk just really quickly about soul contracts. Ooh, yes. It came up in conversation with someone last night, and I was just trying to explain it like on the fly. Mm-hmm. 
think I did an okay job of it. I am sure you did an excellent job. But it's job kind of it. like, what? <laughs> like, it throws people for a loop. Well, it sounds very trippy. It does. So, it, you want to explain? That? I mean, okay. So, a soul contract is something that you kind of like sign up to do mm-hmm. when you get here. And you have like soul contracts with certain people. That's the that's the part people have a hard time getting. So, you could have a soul contract with somebody and the person was like a villain in your story. You hate them. But they literally signed <laughs> up. Yes. I mean, I can think of someone for myself. Mm-hmm. They literally signed up to help you learn an important lesson. Exactly. And I think where it gets weird is that some people use it in like the toxic positivity area where they're like, you should just love everybody and like, it's fine that, you know, that person hurt you like that. Like, absolutely not. We're not excusing abuse. We're not excusing bad behavior. No. None of that. No. But it's almost like there is an element where I think it could be true. This mm-hmm. is a theory. There's no way to prove it. So, like, if you don't agree, that's totally that's fine. Cool. But there is an element of it that that teaches you that the people who hurt you the most are mm-hmm. probably actually the people whose soul loves you the most. Right. Because you learn the most through painful things. Right. About yourself. Like, when your, your own confidence is tested. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, the people that came in and, and really, like, fucked things up for you. Right. They could have had a soul contract. I mean, I think but some people are just assholes. Agreed. But I also think if it was a catalyst for a big thing, right, a big lesson you learned. That. Yes, and it could be a good lesson. It's mm-hmm. not always bad, but for mm-hmm. me, I think of it a lot more with the bad. Agreed. Mm-hmm. But I also think that we should note that it's not like they love you the most. So there's going to be some sort of like epiphany or like come to Jesus moment oh, yeah. where like no. they change their mind and they love you. No, 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 no. Like in at this, least not in this, this, this lifetime. lifetime. Yeah, no, no, no. Their job yeah. is to be like a thorn in your side. Yes. Or be problematic for you so yes. that you can learn. Yes. Right? It's yes. not like you're going to change them. No, they're not going to come around for you because no. they have a soul contract with you. They're not they supposed love to. You. No, they're right. literally there to screw stuff up for you. Right. And like, you also are that for other people. Exactly. So it's it's can be like a hard concept for people to wrap their mm-hmm. minds around that like you're here to both help people with a soul contract mm-hmm. but also to hurt them. Right. Like that's that's a lot. There are people in my life who I who it's just we're just we're just <laughs> button heads. We're just button heads forever, right? Yes. It's just how we've always been. Yes. And I know that that's not going to change. Yes. And I know that the purpose of that is so that I had to learn boundaries. Yeah. I had to, I had to yeah. learn boundaries. But sometimes it helps in the back of my head to be like, this is a way for me to learn. Well, yes. I that mean, person's here so I can learn this. And I have learned it. Right. Because it gave you something. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it sort of goes back to that concept for me, which again... There's a difference between feeling grateful for something and saying something's okay. Exactly. It's not okay that somebody mistreats you ever. Ever. But you can go, this person gave me something good too. Right, exactly. So I'm going to choose to be grateful for that and I'm going to choose to take that. It doesn't mean I'm going to let that person back in my life. No. It doesn't mean that what they did was okay. No, like I'll I'll catch you on the flip side and I'll thank you for it after. Yeah. But like yeah. here, you're still at this low boundary level. Yeah, like my you're higher self can give your higher self a high five about it. But like here, 
I'm going to burn the bridge. Correct. Yeah. Right. But you can have like nice ones. Like, I mean, to me, like the very obvious thing is like you have a soul contract with your kids and they have one with you. Right. I mean, is there any bigger lesson person right. for most of us? Right. Like mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't necessarily mean someone's going to come in and hurt you. Correct. I just think those are the ones that we tend to like really look at. Right. Yeah. You just said burning bridges. Yeah. I'd like to, can I add something in? Of course. Of course that would strike your fancy Scorpio rising. Yeah. Well, because it's actually about Scorpio risings and we're talking about yeah. that right now today. Yeah. yeah. And I saw a TikTok that I sent you and I was like, so this is like a double obsessed segment. <laughs> we had to get the TikTok in somehow. <laughs> and I was like, wait till the last line. Oh yes. And it was talking about Scorpio risings and how they hold grudges and, and but it's because this person firmly believes that Scorpio Risings actually like they wait way too long. Yes. To cut people off. Yes. Cause they can see like everything underneath. They can see all of it. Yeah. But then she said at the end, Scorpio Risings don't burn bridges so that you can't get to them. Mm-hmm. It's so that we can't go back. Yeah. And like that's like talking about like holding boundaries and stuff. Like sometimes people have to burn bridges. Yes. Right? And you end it. Scorched earth. Yeah, because you know your empathy will pull you back exactly. if you don't burn the bridge. Right. And that's yeah. part of that, like, soul contract work. is yes. like learning that, like, boundaries have to be set. Like, yeah. lessons have to be learned. Yes. It's kind of that thing, too, that's like, I don't remember whose quote this is, but mm-hmm. it's about, like, not everyone's supposed to go into the next chapter of your life. Right, exactly. Like people some people are, are right. just meant for that. And One maybe part. you burn the bridge and it wasn't because they did something huge and terrible. It's right. just that they don't, Yeah, you're in different places. You don't align anymore. So they're just, they don't, they're, their part of your story doesn't keep continuing. You can't come forward with me. Yeah. Right. And I, I so sometimes I think you kind of burn the bridge that way mm-hmm. and that's fine too. Yeah. You don't owe anybody anything. No. Can I put that on a t-shirt? Yeah, we'll put that on your grave too. Yes. It's a lot. It's like, like bullet, it's a points, big st- bullet points. It's, on it's a big gravestone. I mean, I actually want to be turned into a tree, so maybe they could be like a big sign with like oh, these are all the things she wanted you to know right. about what went we'll wrong post, and like, probably led yeah. to her death. <laughs> also, she was a cancer rising. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think that's a great one. I would love to hear from the people if they want to hear more about this. It could be a whole episode. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, here's some more stuff on your rising sign that I thought we should discuss. Okay. Okay. First, it's how you greet the world. I like that because I've heard people say mask. Yes. And But then I hear other people, I see other astrologers being like, absolutely not. It's not a mask. Yes. Because a mask is something you like. You hide. Pretend. Yeah. Yes. Like the next one I wrote is literally the mask or veil you wear. Mm-hmm. And I wrote it because I was like, I actually feel more like the ego traits are the mask I wear. Agreed. But I feel like the rising sign doesn't feel like I'm trying to do anything. It just right. kind of feels like it's Natural. just happening. It feels more energetic almost right. to me. So yeah, I agree. I feel like greet the world is a better way. I agree. It's And it also makes me think about like greeting the world like as a baby. Mm. Like how you even come in. Which is interesting because the first house 
each house correlates to a major arcana card in the tarot. Yeah, right. And so the first house correlates to the first card, which is the fool, mm-hmm. which is like the baby card. It's like the beginner, the new, like the newness. Yeah. So. So I, I often think like, all right, so not only did you greet the world like that, but you mm-hmm. greet your family like that. Right. Like you, you enter into a, a dynamic mm-hmm. of humans that already exist with that energy. Right. That's what people are going to really see and like possibly describe you as as a baby. I mean, I can't picture how you would describe a Scorpio rising baby, but I could say a cancer baby, you would be like, oh, so sweet and mm, cuddly. Yeah. I don't know, how would... <laughs> Scorpio baby would be... Moody? I don't know. Or like harder to read? Mysterious? Yeah, like... Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I feel like if there Intense, was a sign like... that represented PMS, mine would be Scorpio. Mm, <laughs> if exactly. Moody, yeah. If Moody is the key, yes. Okay. So again, mask or veil, mm-hmm. a lot of places say this. Right. I, again, I agree with you. I don't feel like that's mm-hmm. exactly right. Although it might feel almost like a veil that you don't mean to have on. Right. Because you're going to probably feel more connected to your moon sign. Right. Or like your sun sign, like when you're being described. Mm-hmm. But like, I guess possibly like the thing that kind of stands in front is your rising sign. Right, exactly. Okay. Your auto response to your environment and your natural defenses. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, that, that's a good one. It took me a minute with this one. Mm-hmm. When I thought of you, I was like, yes. When I thought of me, I was like, wait. Okay. But mm-hmm. if I'm being honest, which I Please. try to always be. <laughs> Please do. If I'm being really honest, <laughs> I do think that I use my caring, nurturing, understanding of human behavior as a maybe not a maybe not a defense but as sort of like a let me see what's going to happen here and decide what i'm going to do yeah would you call that a defense uh no it just it's like a it sounds like a tool that you're using yeah but it feels more like an assessment like you're doing an assessment right but if i if you think about that and you go like well why are you doing an assessment it's it's to feel safe or to know to gauge what I'm doing with you. Right, 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 right. So I guess in that way... Yeah, to control so you know all the variables. Control. Yeah, I've right. heard that word before when describing myself. Yeah, Funny. A little, little bit of control. <laughs> but I, I think that's easy. I mean, I think that's interesting. And I think the idea of it being like your auto response to your environment. Right. Like you're not choosing... Like Mm-mm. you're not going like, you know what I want to do? I want to really bring out my Scorpio traits as a, as I react to this environment. Yeah, like I'm going to walk in this room and really overwhelm everybody. Like really put everybody like on the back of their foot on this. I mean, I would enjoy if you did that, but yes. Right, you're not... I actually do do that. Sometimes. Sometimes, like when I decide that I'm not having it anymore. Yes. That's exactly how I walk in. And it's yes. effective. I mean, if you had to walk into like a, a group of like old white men who like worked in Congress... It would be Scorpio rising. You would be full Scorpio. I think right. there would be like fire shooting out of the back of you. It's, I'm pretty sure. Like I think you call it when you need it, but yes. it's, it is actually an auto response to the environment. Right. So like right. no matter when you're changing environment, right. your Scorpio rising presents it's itself. Ready. It's ready. Yeah. My cancer rising's mm-hmm. like, okay, the way we stay safe is to make right. everyone in this room think that you're very nurturing. Like show them that. Right. And for you, it's like show them that like... Don't mess with me. Right. Like you're, I'm, I'm deeper and mysterious. Right. You want to, that keeps you safe. Right. right. That distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep, keep away. Yeah. 
uh, coping strategies in general, how mm. you cope with anything is yep. connected to your rising sign. Right. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. So when so, I when you think of coping strategies, like what comes to mind for you? Like things that I do? Or just like, what are you coping with? Like give me an example of a, of a time that you like had to grab a coping skill. Oh, I mean, all the time, but... Trauma after trauma. I mean, even if I you're mean, just just in traffic and you're late. Oh, yeah. Like, you're going to have to cope with the fact that you're frustrated that you're in traffic. Yeah. And you're going to be late. I know I'm picking something that's a big trigger for you, the idea of being late. I know. but And traffic. And traffic. <laughs> okay. But you're, you're going to use your Scorpio rising sign, like the traits of that, to cope. You're right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm going like to get use, a little aggressive. I'm going to use my cancer. Yeah. I'm going to like nurture myself. I'm going to speak mm. to myself. I'm going to shift state. I'm going to create a new story. Right? Like, I mean, you know, I like to create a story. I create a story for my My hair. story is like, it's for a role. Oh, you're an actress. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's for a role. So like, it isn't what I want. I don't feel comfortable with it. But like, this is just for a role. Wow. Do you like that? I do. That's how I coped with it. But how cancer is that? <laughs> That that story makes me feel better. It's for a role. It's incredible. I was even thinking of like... if, And that's the little Leo part too. Oh yeah, because it's performing it. Right. Yeah, right. exactly. But I really do like... I want the listeners to go and think like anything that you have to just cope. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. Right. What do you do? Like how do you do that? That's a really good way to look at it. Like mm-hmm. at how your rising sign is like impacting you. Yeah. 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 So you're going to pull in that like... That Scorpio like... Like... Would you call it anger? I don't know. It's, it's like a, intensity. It's intensity. It's yeah. aggression. Like, yeah. but not aggression like against other people. I'm no. just like, I'm I'm forcing myself forward. Yes. I'm pushing forward. Yes, that's intense. That's intensity. I also think of like if you have any kind of neurodivergence, mm-hmm. you're constantly coping. Yes. Right, because you're constantly trying to do things in a world not designed for you. Right, that wants you to fit into some terrible box. Imagine if. Like the people who are supporting you, like as a kid, like your teachers or whatever, mm-hmm. understood your rising sign. Yes. Like they would know that for you, you would have to like power through something. Yes. They would know for me that like I would have to have a good story as to why I'm going to do this thing. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would need to have, I would need some nurturing probably. Mm-hmm. I would need some like softness around it. Yep. That's if true. you're just yelling at me, I'm probably shutting well, down. And, definitely going to pull into a different sign for that but like yeah do you (laughs) know what i mean like it's not going to go well yep so i also think this would be a great place to know your kids i was just going to say the same thing because like what's going on with them and like you know sometimes we assume that everyone's going to cope the way we do right and that's not true so if you know the sign and you know a little bit about it yeah now you can help them with better coping strategies well and then you can advocate for them yep exactly Mm -hmm. okay your perception of reality. Wow. I know. I feel okay. like my brain had to like spin around that one for a little bit. No, it's like the filter that you see th- things through. Yeah. I right. was going to say the lens, but same thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like you perceive what everyone is doing and why mm-hmm. based on your rising sign. Yes. That makes sense. I think it does. Yeah. I Like I wanted to argue with it when I yeah. first read it. And the more I thought about it, I was like... One of the things that I think a lot is like 
why is somebody treating me like this? Because I would never treat them without a large amount of kindness and care, but Mm. they're not giving that to me. Good point. And that I think is the cancer rising lens in which I'm expecting a cancer rising back. Right. And you're not necessarily going to get it. Yes. And for me, I see everything as really important. Yes. And like high level. Yes. And I get upset when other people don't take things as seriously as I do. Like with that intensity. Yes. Like, no, this is really important. Yes. You want your intensity level matched. Yeah. Maybe not matched, but like in the same zone. Yeah. I just want, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I I like that one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to read an Aliza Kelly direct quote from an article that she wrote. Yeah. She's an astrologer that you can find on Instagram. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So she says... Your rising sign represents the microcosm of your entire life experience, including the themes, cycles, and patterns that will show up in your life over and over again. It functions as the instruction manual for your reality, thus informing not just the way others see you, but also the way you perceive others. See how good she she is at articulating... So good. Astrology. So So good. I love her. I love her too. I recommend following her if you don't. Um, Yeah. And also like she writes a lot of different articles. Mm -hmm. This was from, I think, The Cut. Yep. Um, You can find a lot of different stuff that she has. It's just books and stuff. Yeah. Just really well explained. That is such a great way. A microcosm. I know. It's true. And the part about perceiving others, I don't think until I was researching for this episode, Mm -hmm. I was really seeing the rising sign that way. Oh, really? I don't think I... I was seeing, like, that's how everyone sees me. Right. I don't think I was thinking, like, I'm perceiving others as my own rising sign. Right, exactly. That's interesting. But I think it's also interesting because I don't perceive myself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes... Sometimes I feel like my rising sign is how other people see me, but it's sort of incongruous to how I feel. I agree with that. As I feel a whole, the same way. right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, it, but it does inform the... So for me, it's like a filter, but not a filter in. It's like a filter out. Oh, I like that. Right. So I see everything through the lens of my Scorpio rising. Yep. But like, I don't see myself. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I think that's really accurate because I feel the same way. Right. I Like when I read my Cancer rising, I know that that's how people see me. Right. I know that there are elements of that that are very me. Right. But there's always this feeling of like, why don't you see more than that? Exactly. Right. Like, why are you not looking beyond my exactly. rising sign? And it's it's probably because I'm not presenting it. Well, you know what I that's mean? What its job is to be, like, presenting for you, to be mm-hmm. the microcosm, right? Mm-hmm. But you know that you're, you, there's so much more to you. Yeah. I find it interesting that a lot of places in astrology match up, like, dating profiles based Mm. on like sun signs because to me Mm -mm. i mean i definitely we'll get to this but like venus placement you need to be looking at for sure yeah yes but also rising sign like to know if you're good it's going to go well on a date Mm -hmm. you really just need to look at the rising signs yes that would be a real easy way to predict if that's going to go well or not right and like you're in for a real treat if you're meeting up with me for a real treat all around all around you're in for a real treat if you get to meet with Jamie. like if you think you're expecting a cancer because you know my son is cancer oh yeah but you don't know i'm a cancer rising and people like put their pants are rising when you're like walking. whoa this is so intense like she's yeah. asking me about like like my moral and political beliefs and like you know what i mean yeah right 
And you thought you were signing up for like a sushi making date. And I'm like, bring, I'm dragging Would you, you in the front lines. <laughs> Can we go on a sushi making date? <laughs> I mean, I love sushi. Me too. We yeah. just eat it. We don't have to do the date. I just thought that was a very like Cancerian That is a very date. Cancerian date. But okay, so I, I take that, but I see you something else. Okay. I raise you something. Okay. Also, if you're expecting a like cuddly cancer. Right. And you're really blown away by like the intensity and depth of you. Right. That's that's sort of like the same thing but in the positive. That's my husband. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's that's how I think actually people see you. Right. I think there can be a minute where people get like a little like oh my goodness, she's very powerful. <laughs> yeah. Like and I've got to present my best self to her. I right. think that reaction happens with right. you. But then I think when they get to, they get past that and they see the intensity, but they also see the like incredibly caring, super protective side of you. Right. That's when they're like, wow, this is a really like well-rounded human. You know what I mean? I don't think that most people are going like, I was expecting a soft, squishy person. Darn it. It's an intense person. Those people can go away anyway. Like, who are they? No, I don't like them. Go away. Okay. I think for me, it's that people are surprised Mm -hmm. that there is a, like, they they just see the very kind. Mm -hmm. And when a boundary goes up Mm -hmm. or uh, I yell at someone or start defending someone or bring Mm -hmm. up a topic or don't shy away or push a button, they're like, they feel like they didn't see it coming. Well, I think that's why you've had to work so hard for obviously for other reasons too, but that's why you've worked so hard at like psychology and like hostage negotiations (laughs) and human behavior is so that you can manage people's shock responses yeah when you switch those gears yeah right yes so that you do them in a way that's like so fluid yes and seemingly effortless which is it's not i know that but like right but like it's not hard people don't realize like oh wait heather's mad and i I missed it yeah how did that happen oh (laughs) you know what i mean yes I mean, I think that's where I love being a mastermind Mm -hmm. because I know people have intense reactions to me, whether it's because they like the Cancerian elements Mm -hmm. or the Taurus elements or whatever whatever element is present. Right. But like, it's always a strong reaction. I'm not someone that people feel kind of neutral about. Right. So, which is fine. Right. Um, So it, to me, it's like you can kind of mastermind that the, the switch is taking place and you... I'm like, let me ease you into this. Yeah, exactly. You're going to go on a ride right yeah. now. <laughs> You're gentle. Yeah. You're gentle with people. Yeah. Right. Even if they don't realize it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. So I think a lot of people feel this way and they think really looking at your rising sign and especially how it relates to your other mm-hmm. signs, your moon sign and your sun sign will really help you. I agree. Yeah. Okay. The narrative that defines your reality. Yep. I feel like that's Again, another way of saying like how you how like you perceive everything the lens right but I like the idea of the narrative because yeah, no, you and I, I you use that terminology a right. lot like what's the narrative here I agree so you're defining your that. reality based on a narrative that you're creating that's very connected to your rising sign right so the narratives that I create are most of the time around emotional care mm-hmm because I'm a cancer. Right. The narratives that you create are, are much more about intensity and like diving deeper and what's beneath Digging this. In. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Your sun sign, again, I'm just going to remind everybody, your mm-hmm. sun sign is your ego. 
your moon side is your intuition. Mm-hmm. Your rising sign is how you present all of that to the world. Right. How do those two things mash into a person and how do, how do I feel about that when I first meet you? Right. Humans love to put people in a category. We do. It's, our brains are designed to do this yeah, because it's, it's safe. Yeah. And also like the way your brain is structured, you, you need to put stuff in a category because you're taking in so much information. Right. So you need to just like categorize people to it, make sense of it. It's also why we create a lot of stereotypes and prejudices as mm-hmm. human because our brains are wired in this way that makes us more likely to do that. Right. It doesn't mean you're yeah. not responsible for fixing them. Correct. Let me add. Correct. But we do that. Right. We do. So the way that you present all of those things out to the world mm-hmm. is your rising sign. So this is important because people tend to think that like all Scorpio risings are the same or right. all Cancer risings are the same. Mm-hmm. But they're not because no. they're expressions of your other signs at the same time. So like your Scorpio rising is mm-hmm. presenting your double Cancer to everybody. Yes. Through the Scorpio rising lens. Love that. Like my Cancer rising is expressing my Taurus sun and Libra moon to everybody through the lens of a Cancer. Love that. Do you know what I mean? So everyone is going to be unique. Right. It's not just like a one size fits all. Exactly. So I think that's an important point. That's a great point. Okay. I want to tell you about the physical characteristics that stand out about the rising signs. Okay. Um, I found this kind of funny. Okay, so cancer risings tend to have moon-like features, especially in the face. That's interesting. You're smiling because I have told you all the time that I've got moon face. Yes. Like it started happening as I got older and it was just like, it's just weird. Like my face is very round and it's literally called moon face. Right. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) I know. Eyes are round and set deep. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they're known for having great boobs. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't want to speak to that, but I'm going to say they're not bad. No, they're great. They're, they do, they do, they do yeah. fine. Well, we're on video now. I mean, here we, here we are. I'm not standing up, <laughs> so don't ask. We're rating ourselves. No, around. you can, you can look through other, other images and make the call yourself. But I'll just tell you, it's not a part of my body I worry a lot about. No. And as someone who has a lot of body issues, that says a lot about about how they are. That's a good point. That's true. Okay. Scorpio. Uh Uh-oh. If you've never heard of the Scorpio stare, Scorpio (laughs) risings have a way to look right into your soul. They often do so with a downturned head looking at you through their brows. That's called the Kubrick stare (laughs) in cinematography. And it's like, it's it's like what all the bad guys do. Yeah. Um, Like in... Clockwork Orange and The Shining, yes, movies like that. That's like the bad guy. I'm gonna mm-hmm. like murder you, face. They're just copying a Scorpio. I'm rising. a pro at it, by the way. You are a pro at it. But even I decided to like look through some pictures I have of you. Oh. And you do the chin down, look up through the brow a lot, and it looks really good. Like I understand why you would do it. But you do that. I had no idea. Yeah. So everything you read about Scorpios and their appearance all has to do with their eyes, mm-hmm. which I find interesting because I know your whole life people have commented on your eyes. Yes. Not always in ways Not that in you ways. loved. Correct. But you've always had that comment. That's a really good point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to have dark colored hair and eyes, a serious expression, and a muscular frame. Mm. Muscular. You are muscular. Mm. I agree. Okay. Interesting. 
you made a face about it, about the muscular. No, it was the, um, what was the line right before it? The, a serious face. That's, oh yeah. That's, I, you hate this. I'm about to, tr- that's what I made the trigger face. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, should I say this or should I not say this? Like, that's my resting bitch face. Oh yeah. Well, Which I just, not, it's, it's just a resting face. That's why I don't like, like, exactly. it, cause it's only said to women and it's just when you're not making a pleasing smile right. face to you're other people. Accommodating. Ugh, yeah, exactly. How I'm often do I yell at you all the time? I'm be happy all the time. Yeah. No, it's just, I'm just making, I'm just like having a face. I'm just and existing. so I don't like that. But yes, that would be what would be referred to as right. that. Yeah. But who, I'm as a cancer rising, you would think I would be like looking like sweet and happy all the time, but I have a, a mug that could stop a clock. No, you're just existing. Yeah. But like, I mean, it's not. I don't think that's exclusive to you. No, I agree. Yeah. I, I think you yeah. add in that like serious face with the Kubrick stare. And oh, you, you just did it. And, uh, <laughs> did I? Yeah, you just went, you did that. And then you went like you, it's, I don't even think you realize. No. I think it's like a default. I think so. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so My good. poor children. I just look at them like and icicles. <laughs> I squeeze over. <laughs> All right. I thought I'd read a couple others for our listeners. So okay. Aries tend to have athletic builds, childlike faces, square jaws, and distinct facial features. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's also stuff about um, scars because a lot of Aries have like accidents and stuff. My youngest son is an Aries sun sign, so I know a lot I was lot just going to say that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, Taurus rising has like earthly laid back energy, but that like comes out in their features often. Mm. Um, they tend to have curly hair, darker features, brown eyes. Um, they're ruled by the planet of love. So they're often very beautiful. Taurus mm. risings okay. are listed as conventionally attractive. Okay. I'm just going to say beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Gemini rising a lot of times have very expressive communication styles they tend to have face shapes that are elongated and very animated. Their eyes light up when they talk and they gesture a lot. Hmm. Um, okay, Leo risings are easy to spot due to their lion-like mane of thick hair. This to me is oh, is like, mm. when I see someone with that like mane of amazing hair, I'm always like, I bet that's a Leo, Leo rising. Yeah. yeah. They carry themselves with a certain importance. They tend to have like a diamond-shaped face. Virgos. Virgo risings um, tend to have like very well refined, almost like a prim and proper look to them. Subtle beauty characterized by simple and elegant clothing and hairstyles. They tend to be on the shorter side and have softer facial features. Mm. Libras also ruled by Venus like Taurus. So they look similar. They are also um, conventionally attractive and often described as cute. Okay. Pouty lips, dimples, overall gracefulness. Sagittarius, open and expressive face along with big inviting smile. The sign is all about new things and their attitude translates to the way they carry themselves. They tend to be athletic and tall with long limbs. Capricorn is easy to mix up with Virgo, they say, rising. They're both lean and defined by elegance, but Capricorns have a more mature and serious um like energy to them and look to them and they also have like very small defined facial features and straight hair okay aquarius larger forehead and larger eyes i always feel like people who are aquarius risings have like disney princess eyeballs like they're huge gotcha i think uh, i don't know what zoe de chanel's rising sign is but i would guess it's aquarius based only on her eyes that's the look that i get they also tend to have like a little bit of an eccentric 
element and style to mm. them. They tend to have multicolored hair. <laughs> I must be channeling that right now. Okay. Pisces has what's called a dreamy appearance. Mm. Round eyes, long lashes, reveal like depths to their soul, like whimsical and ethereal on the petite side often. So that's all of those. It's really interesting. So I love feedback from the listeners if you Tell us. feel like he, that tracks for you. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I thought I would just kind of end the episode by bringing up why I think there's a big shift in people getting really interested in rising signs. Okay. So we've talked before about the reason that, you know, society is interested more in the sun sign. And right. people kind of just... What's your sign? You right. just automatically say your sun sign. Sun, and that's because right. that's ego. And we live in a culture all about the ego. We haven't got to the depths of the intuition as much as we should, right? right? Or we right. could. I think it's interesting that in the age of kind of having a social media mm. identity, mm. that people would be kind of pulled more into their rising sign because that's what's going to really present on social media. It's a really good point. So my theory is mm-hmm. that the, the sort of age of living kind of in a virtual way yes. has created people to really shift into identifying with and wanting to understand their rising sign because that's really so much more like the dimension you see people through right. on, online. Right. You know what I mean? That's an excellent point. So that's... Because you have to pay attention to that part. Yeah, and I also think like... I mean, I think that your the way you present yourself on social media should be authentic. Yeah. So I agree. Keep that in mind when mm-hmm. I use this terminology. But you also kind of have to craft your image online. True. And some people do it a lot. Some people do it less. Like it doesn't matter. But I'm saying, like, if you're if you're having like a real online presence, you're probably right. crafting an image, and it's hopefully authentic to you. But yeah. you're crafting it. Imagine if when you're doing that you're paying attention to your rising sign right. and knowing that that's what's going to come across. So why not embrace that? Why exactly. not have the colors you choose represent that? Mm-hmm. Why not have the things you talk about have an element of that to it? Know mm-hmm. that like when you're presenting stuff, people are going to hear it in that sort of rising sign way. Right. And that the parts of you that you also want to show that aren't involved in your rising sign, you're going right. to have to work a little harder to make people see. Right. Or use it if, if you're trying to cultivate an online persona and it's not working uh-huh. or it's not hitting. Yeah. Maybe look at your rising sign to figure out why it might not be. Exactly. Like why you're not reaching people or people aren't, you know, perceiving you the way you want to be perceived. Yeah, exactly. That could be helpful. This is why when people discount astrology, it doesn't even make me mad. It makes me just like, I don't know what the right word is. I just like, oh my God, you're losing out. Like, yeah, it like sucks for you. You're just like right. missing out because mm-hmm. you have some sort of chip on your shoulder about yeah. anything perceived as intuitive or anything right. outside of patriarchy. True. So, But you lose in that scenario. You can know all this stuff about yourself. Yeah. And you could like understand yourself better. Yeah. Even if you didn't want to like go out in public and let people know you're interested in astrology, right. which why you wouldn't, I don't know. Right. If, if I'm talking to someone and they, I don't even care if they know nothing about astrology, they're interested in it. Mm-hmm. I automatically, they go up like 20 pegs on my list. Yeah. Like this is a more interesting person to me. Well, and someone I can relate to. Yeah. You like want to yeah. look beyond. Yeah. You want to know yourself. Yeah. And you have a natural connection to this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. I like that. Yeah. Same. So the point being get over it and get into astrology <laughs> because you're you're missing out i mean yeah. that 
Get over it. I too. Get over it. Yeah, it wasn't very cancerizing of me to say get over it. It was. I channeled you there. But like, that's how I feel. Yeah, get over it and thank us later. For your own self. Mm -hmm. You're hurting your own self. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I think. Okay. I think we should go drink coffee and see if we can perceive the rising signs of the people around us. Okay. Let's go. Hey everyone, Heather and I have an ask for you. If you love this episode or if you love the IGG, can you do us a favor? We need you to go onto whatever platform you listen on and download, subscribe, like, love, whatever it's asking you to do. Can you go do those things for us on the platforms that you listen on? It would mean so much to us. Thanks for listening to our episode. For a way to get in touch with us, please visit our website, intuitivegirlsguide.com. We love hearing your feedback on our episodes.